everyone welcome to the one where my name is kyle and on the buttons today we've got surprise teacher mr luke chilton hello hello this How is you doing? i'm very good man um you may not remember this right but you were the second ever guest on this podcast all the way back in 2018 oh no i do remember this we did it in a, a curry house we certainly did in houston, in houston. and, and um i distinctly remember we were recording we were eating we were eating well i was eating food and you'd already eaten because you'd had a pizza the day um already before coming out <laughs> and we had um because we thought that the re the busy restaurant was too loud we actually went up to the manager and requested that he turn the music off <laughs> yeah we were massive cunts that day we, we were <laughs> we were we were massive see you next tuesdays we seriously were but fair play to them they must have recognized our stature because they, act they actually they did not turn the music no, down. They, no they did they did turn the music down they did for about 30 minutes of the hour-long podcast and then uh -huh. they thought no this is not drumming up any decent business for us and were, you, were you paying them to rent the space or were you just demanding that oh we just demanded <laughs> we just we just demanded don't you know we're comedians yeah then you know we're recording a podcast it's going to be well a little well not really successful but um it will have <laughs> <laughs> it will have a one or two thousand listeners may i, may I add but um yeah and sweet. they'll hear they'll hear the background noise of your restaurant yes <laughs> yeah. really entice them in yeah yeah oh uh, uh -huh. so on the on the hot seat today once again we have returners the boys from mates rates carl and nick hello hi hey hello now you you sound so enthused to be here we're very i'm excited to be here no, yeah that's just my natural dis you know dismeanor man. i didn't want to overrun your energy with my own energy uh, right <laughs> so i just thought i thought that was a good tone to make it really does you i sound... remember doing your podcast man when we did it in um starbucks we in, yeah uh what station was that it was in waterloo station and we got into a heavy we got into a heavy topic um heavy conversation about hip-hop and didn't talk about anything else did we um we may have talked about a sitcom or two uh, i can't remember what it was but you know but we did have a really good conversation about uh, about music and that spurred well i'm not saying it spurred but then you then went and created your own podcast about music didn't you i did yes yeah. struggling to get that out on time to be honest oh <laughs> join the club <laughs> i'm a very busy man <laughs> oh join the club join the club oh, doing work. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy uh, uh this week's playlist with carl richard available on spotify uh, is it a Spotify exclusive? Yeah, just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but without the $2 billion deal. And, Jenna, and, and I've got to pay a Spotify subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anything, good, they're the only winners in this situation. Oh, absolutely. Uh -huh. yeah. oh, maybe. So, I, I want to ask, what's happening with the Mates Race podcast now? Um, it's We're making it. We've made one. Carl's editing it. Uh, we, we've It's getting there. It's 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 an ongoing. What we're going to do is we're going to film like six mm. over the year, and then we're going to release them. I think next year. So it's it's getting there, but you it's, know it'd be handy. Purpose built studio. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. People who yeah, no, I mean people who do it for you. I yeah, mean, yeah, that'll be w wicked. That'd no. be fantastic. Gareth's Lofts is pretty good though. It is. It's quite cool, and um, I'm learning how to use Final Cut Pro. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I've never learned. I've never had to learn because I've got. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> it's, I can. I can imagine. Yeah. So, how was that? What was the thought process of your latest venture? 
moving to the like the lovely land of Ealing. Yeah. Okay. So basically, we want to take over London, <laughs> Fair uh, play. and we've decided that Ealing is the best place to start. Yes. Uh, so our plan is yeah. uh, what we want to do is we want to do a pro at new material night, like using mm-hmm. the contacts we've got through like the theatre show and the brewery show and the comedy club and get the the live at the apollo people to do new material in this uh, this brewery uh, loft and then get some of the best acts from the circuit to try their new material mm-hmm. uh, and that will be a way of like getting the email addresses getting people's likes and stuff and that will pave the way for uh, a bigger venue in london and from there we will we'll take over the city okay basically and ealing is like our ukraine oh yeah just to make it a topic just to no, make e- it a topic ealing's topical. like crimea and then and then <laughs> and then six years time will be the full invasion of uh, of london oh fantastic um you low-key fancy yourself as a bit of a putin don't you i, I feel myself more of a lenin than a few <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, they're all terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an anarchist. I'm glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you clarified that for the people listening, mm. that you don't like totalitarianism. No, no, not at all. Uh, no. He's literally got a Stalinismus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, Mar- it's a Marin moustache. Well, a Mark Marin A Mark Marin I'm moustache. trying to look like Mark Marin. <laughs> um, um, okay. I see it. Yeah. yeah, Carl gets it. I see it. Yeah, buddy. I love the um, the hand on the shoulder. That just screams <laughs> sincerity. <laughs> so no, the, so it will be a good show in its own right. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a really cool event that lots of people are going to like. Yeah. Um, and you know, hope it may, you know, who knows where it's going to go, but it's like our, it's getting our toes into London. Mm. Uh, to then sort of pave the way for a commercial venture. Basically, Reading has run out of venues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to put on more shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And basically. Ealing, quite a good tra- uh, train links. How yeah. do you think London audiences are going to... How are you going to cater to London audiences? Because they are they are different to outside to outside of London. I, I, don't, I don't know they're that different. To be, I don't think so. I don't think particularly. Ealing is very different to Reading. I think Ealing is, is similar. In it. They're both like working-class places, both, both very diverse places. People don't yeah. realise this about Reading, but Reading is a very diverse... Uh, yeah, I yeah. Uh, And so I, th- I, don't think there's, I don't think it's too much of a jump. Uh, but, we, yeah, we're going to keep booking really good lineups uh, and um, keep selling it. Yeah, we've uh, built room. up a little bit of you know of a rep in Reading, don't mind saying so ourselves. Mm. And uh, when you put an advert out on the Comedy Collective, whoa, mm. do they come in? So oh, we're I can pick imagine. The best of those lot. Um, I can imagine. I can imagine. And you're you're going to be doing it, aren't you, Luke? As well, at some point. Main Straits, Ealing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I'm booked for April 14. You're, you're the first show. You're the first show. Yeah. First show. Is that April 14? Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'll I be think there. It's April 18th. April. It's, a- it's April. April 18th. Let me check my diary. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> it's the third third Monday of um, April. So yeah, don't fuck that up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just panically uh, check that I've got the right date. And I'm on June the 20th. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're excited for that as well. Oh, thank you. Gonna be... <laughs> that was meant to sound not... Yeah, we're ex- well, done. well done. I shouldn't have said <laughs> as well. I should have just said we're excited for that. <laughs> uh, no, but it is exciting. It's fine. I'm excited for that as well. Uh, yeah, Don't yeah. you worry. <laughs> but we, yeah, it's got, we're going to have really good acts on and um, the venue's really the venue's really behind it. Mm. Um, 
we've oh, sold a lot we've sold a lot of tickets already so mm. it's it's getting there you know did you have to go to a lot of venues to well to decide on it's an beer interesting cat? story actually isn't it so we had a venue we had a meeting with a venue that was okay and then on the way but it wasn't really what we wanted because they didn't they said they had a pa system and a stage mm. and at the pa system they had would like boom voices through the whole building oh, you know Jesus. you have done comedy where like the uh, your voice is coming out of a speaker like down the end of the hallway oh. it's, just, it's just it don't work man it's like i want a joke from the opposite direction like to where yeah, the comedian like, is like you're announcing bingo or something <laughs> like that I, uh, don't, don't fly i um, think the worst one for me is where you're literally you're, you're the st- the speakers are literally right next to you mm. when you're when you're on the stage you can literally hear yourself in your own in your own ears yeah that's worse if you're bombing as well <laughs> <laughs> the echo I bomb mean, man echo i mean <laughs> i mean i've i mean i've i've heard that happens to people <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like the double death <laughs> i mean i mean it's i, I mean Luke, has it ever happened to you bombing have you ever no, no, no never no i mean i've read i mean i've um, i mean i've like read a i've read a book or something i've read, i've seen i think i've seen other people do it and i've read i may have read it in a autobiography or something but nah it's not can't relate to be honest with you can't relate to that story so i've we, bombed have you yeah so we had this first meeting yeah. and Character then that meeting that meeting i've bombed as well by yeah. the way just just to clarify <laughs> <laughs> not, not everyone wants like far yeah. left <laughs> joke shouted at them by an angry <laughs> man with a mustache uh, so uh yeah we had that first try meeting. some far right jokes it might go down a well, little bit better that might work in eaton uh that's <laughs> Um, that, um, so we had that first meeting that didn't go as well, but then then we were like, well, let's just look at some venues and just have a look. And then Carl was like, well, that place looks cool, Beer Cat. And we went in and we were like, we want to do a comedy show. And they're like, oh, we're looking for a comedy show. Then, then we were like, we're Mates Rates Comedy. And they're like, oh, we've seen you from your Instagram. We really like your work. Because they're like an independent brewery and all the independent yeah. breweries basically talk to each other. Mm. So we've got a good reputation um, with the, the breweries. So then... Then we were like, well, this is great. And yeah, so it's, it was quite cool how it, like, the reputation of us is growing to the point where we've gone into a small business and they know who we are and they're like, oh, we like your work. Yeah, do you want to, do you want to do it? Mm. We trust you. Cool. God, we're fucking amazing. I know. This is what I found. I found that a nice moment. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I sound like I'm getting my dick out to everyone. Well, no. Get it get out. Dude, get, it get, out. Dude, yeah. get your Bang dick out on your wife. Yeah. I'm Nick Byard. You've clearly got a massive clangor, right? So just get it out for everyone to see. Yes. Masculinity. It's good. But nah, dude, like... <laughs> that went from, like, so alpha to so beta. <laughs> Masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cher starts play- playing in the background. Did you believe in love and the love? This have Carl around, because he, he can, like... What, I he make you more... <laughs> he, he, you know, there he, are so he, many, like... <laughs> old school friends of mine from Reading who, who would laugh at the idea of like me being in, yeah, <laughs> bringing masculinity uh, to this like yeah, you compared bro. to me you're like you're like the rock <laughs> compared to you I'm like the rock it's the, the rock is masculine isn't he can we use that to be the clip that advertises the podcast please? oh I think there have been many clips that, are yeah. gonna be adver- that we've just done so far can you smell a little laugh <laughs> <laughs> well, though, congratulations because it's it genuinely has been quite the meteoric rise with you well with what you started off as you started off separate 
and then you've actually mer- then you merged together over the past, I think, past couple of years. I think from the outside it looks like it's moving quicker than it does to us because for us we we'll have like like for example the the show at the the theatre in South Street that we sold out. That looks. Just drop it, man. Drop it there. <laughs> no, but from if you look at that, you're like, oh, this is moving quickly. But that what you don't see is that there are like there are probably like ten meetings and several yeah of months course. before that actually happens. So it, I don't know. From I'm like move faster. Mm. <laughs> or, yeah. like, but um, it, yeah, it is it is cool how quickly it's growing in that we're getting yeah. people show up and stuff like that. I'm kind of in the at the moment with the thing that I'm in talks with setting up with someone. I'm in that. Let's move faster. Mm. Let's move faster. Let's move faster. But when you're doing it as a when you're doing it as a duo, you're working with other people. Mm. You've kind of got to work at each other's pace, and it's it's a it's a slow grind. But well, you guys are clearly very good at it at the moment. Well, we've got a good we've got a good working relationship, I think. Carl, get it done. Oh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure no, that's this quite guy, how it this works. Guy is, like, he's way he's very professional. We've been professional forever, and I've, I've not been that guy. And oh. I'm like, oh shit, Nick gets things done on time, like really quick. Cool. <laughs> 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 you, know, you don't want to be the dude who lets the side down, do you? So no, it's no. mainly just me just trying not to let the side down. These are your but, actions. Right, Carl. Carl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get it, pull it off. It basically involves me going, Carl. This is the room you're emceeing today. And he goes, oh, okay. Then. <laughs> This is bigger than the last room. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, do you, Luke, do you still do... Do you still have any stake in the flow? Comedy at the flow? Oh, that's a very political question. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh, dear. Do no, you... I, have no, I have no control over that. I lost it because a new manager came in and then she was like... We want to do it on Wednesdays. I was like, I can't do it on Wednesdays. And then she was like, well, bye. That was a very nice diplomatic conversation. <laughs> and I used to work at that pub and I left in a rage. Um, not a rage. I don't really get very angry. But um, yeah. I'd love to see I, you. I would rage. love to see that. Yeah. Can you give oh. us? A, can you please give us a little? You can give, fight, us a, can you? A sec, give us a little taste right now about yeah. what it, you look like when you're raging. Growl. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. I don't do anger very well. I think I get more... M- People tend to laugh when I get angry. <laughs> don't you? Which I'm is sure. very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but you can fight, can't you? Uh, I can fight people around my weight. I think. Well, I mean, that's yeah, serious, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but bigger people know. Yeah, I can fight. Yeah, I've done like jujitsu. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure boxing. I saw a video of you, like yeah, Thai boxing or something. Yeah, 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 back in the day. What know, belt did like you get 18. to? What belt did you get to? Belt. Yeah. Oh, they don't do belts in Thai boxing. They just oh. throw you in the ring and like fight this guy now. <laughs> and then hope you, that's great. Just put you in the ring and just hope you don't die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you do, just do it stylishly. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I, a good one for comedy as well isn't it oh yeah just mm. die stylishly yeah. learning to die with uh, honour is I think it's an imp- mm. important part of comedy again definitely yeah so I've heard I've uh, yeah, 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 the unbombable man over here that's it <laughs> I, I will admit that I die but I think I die quite well when I do die Dude, oh, there, there is an so. art to it. Some people yeah. die beautifully. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's admirable. <laughs> I like watching Bobby Mayer can hold his. Yes, oh, so good. When yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, when he's yeah. Dying and it's hilarious. Shout out to Bobby Mayer. Please come on the podcast. Um, so let's get into it, man. Two pints. Yeah. Why? Why are these beautiful women sleeping with this man all the time? Listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's your t- hold a second is that Nick's take home that's your only take what is that your only take home this man home is from- clearly an idiot yes like, like he's living with two very attractive people and they all seem to sleep with him all the time right He's only living with one attractive person at this point. Wait, wait, okay, which one? Who are you talking about? Are you talking about... Gav, um, Gaz. Gaz, yeah. right. He, at a point I've... From my memory, he's... Own, well, from I thought he lived with two... Or are they just always in his house? Always in his house. Oh, that's... Yeah, okay. And they're not sleeping with him, like... There's a love triangle in it. Where he's with one, and then by the end of the season, he's he's like cheating on her with the other ones, and then by the next season, he's with the other one. Right. Well, it's about in your, it's in your twenties, isn't it? It's really it's in well. Is that how so, other people spend their twenties? <laughs> I feel like you've watched this program like sort of Attenborough, kind of analysing the working classes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you because I was like, how you were like this is what happens when you're working class, and it just no, you, you, you just sleep you around. Why are all these just stupid men with like attractive <laughs> women? I was like, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my life, yeah, baby. Rolls, man. Um. I well that's it's, it is clearly I don't know it's not written by men it's written by um it's Su- written by a woman it's written by Susan Nickerson yeah, isn't it yeah 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 so but there's obviously male producers and stuff so it, there there is the element of the male there is the element of the male of the male fantasy the working class male fantasy yeah uh, it is it's like that in a lot of these things though, isn't it where the lead is like this like Adam like, Sand like yeah, Kevin like, like Kevin James just is so, is for whatever reason is yeah. for whatever reason married to Sophia Vergara yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's like that in mo- it's like that most TV, isn't it? Yeah. It is like it is like that. Because we live in a patriarchal society. Yes. <laughs> and God love us for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite, I mean, that is quite true to life. If you, if you look at a lot of couples, it's usually mm. like women date down. I'm massively generalizing here, but I'm going to be that guy. Cool. Like, women tend to date down a little bit. Yeah. Because right? I don't know, it makes them safe or something. That's Thanks for that, Patrice. Let me talk about women. No, okay. <laughs> no, usually, no, no. like in a, in a relationship, the, the, the woman will be more attractive yeah. than, than the man. Yeah, that is, that's, it's that's true. ostensibly true. Yeah, yeah. That's how it rolls. Yeah. Yeah. TV. Hey. Hmm. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Maybe maybe it's just me projecting my own insecurities on this fiction. Why aren't they fucking <laughs> class, man? <laughs> to be fair, though, they are really attractive women. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Sheridan Smith mm. is absolutely stunning. I mean, she is a great actress, don't get me wrong. And even in this multi-camera sitcom, she is phenomenal in it. Mm. But my God, she is beautiful. She's mm. fit, bruv. She is. <laughs> yes. She's good. Yeah. Yes, good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Donna. And the other one, I don't know the actress's name, but yeah. Yeah, Donna, she's good. Yeah, she's good. Well, even like, do you know what? It's just really well cast. Mm. It's really well cast. They've all got a very good report. They've all got a great rapport. They've got good summer. chemistry, haven't they, in the show? Yeah. So in the first episode, um, I don't know if you remember this, but they set the characters up absolutely set the characters up beautiful beautifully and it's very very true to what a lot of well well a lot of what my friendships were like mm. um in that we just talk absolute we just talk absolute shit with each other is the first episode where donna moves in with gaz is that is, no it's where they it's, episode, where, it? it's where they meet for the first time and they right. go on the date and they go on a double date Right. Uh, so Johnny and Janet are still together, and ja- and Janet's got a friend called and Janet's got a friend called Donna, right. who is single, who's just broken up with a boyfriend, and they want and she wants another man. So Janet introduces her to jo- uh, Janet introduces her to, to Gaz mm. at the 
and Johnny's very, very annoyed by this because he doesn't want to lose his best mate Gaz to a woman. Yeah, um, I do remember that. So what episode is it? I always remember this scene where I think she they've just moved in together, mm-hmm. and he's like looking through the bread, and he wants he has to take a slice out of bread out from the middle because yeah. the other sides are haunted or some some, some bollocks. <laughs> and she's like, "What are you doing?" And it's this quite stupid bit. Yeah, but it, it's quite a, a telling bit, which is, I think is quite well written because uh, when you do live with someone, when you first move with someone, you start to see like the weird intricacies yeah. of a person and all the weird things that they do. I think that maybe towards the middle or towards the towards the middle of the end of the first series or in the middle or beginning of the second. Right, okay. I can't remember specifically the I can't remember specifically the episode number, unfortunately. And he's got a song that he sings himself to sleep with counting in the sheep or yes. something like that. Yeah? Yeah. But you're right though, I've never like I've obviously I've never li- I've not obviously, but I've never actually I've never lived with a partner yet. Mm. But I can imagine that it does... I've lived with the landlord, and I think, <laughs> I think it's a similar thing, isn't it? You know, you're like, you're like why, are you, why are you, like, counting your sheep while stealing my labour, you know? What have you, man? What are you, what are you, is that not the same thing? It... Yeah, basically... Let's pause. So, what was it like living with your landlord? Oh, he's got, are we getting on at the moment? Oh, you're still living with him? Yeah, yeah, right. he's a nice guy. Okay. This is Nick's way of saying he lives with his dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> <The> te- <landlord. laughs> <laughs> technically, in that case, I live with my landlord yeah, as well. Yeah, it's just like a relationship. <laughs> yeah. And that, well, yeah, <laughs> if that's the case, yeah. Is it not the, isn't that the same? I mean, you live with anyone, you see weird quirks in them. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Are you fucking your landlord? No, I'm not. It's no, not the same. No, no. Not the same. That's, well, that is that's, you, that's a woman. Hang, that hang on a second. Are you fucking your girlfriend? Uh, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> she would say something about it. <laughs> Too tired because you're doing comedy all the time. It's <laughs> a whole other podcast, dude. Oh, anyway. dude. They just love. I, I know we're moving away from two pounds for a second, but they just love it when a ma- when a male comedian gets up and just trashes his girlfriend. And mo- it's usually the other mic comedians, and I'm, and I'm just looking at them, just like, yeah, your girl, your girlfriend's such a bitch. The woman who's letting you out of the house to do something which is not making her or you any money whatsever for two hours. How I've, dare she? I've seen a, a mouth mic comedian trash his girlfriend while she was in the room with him. <laughs> Dude. And like she was really nice, and I he wasn't very funny, and it was yeah, it was, I felt very bad. Do you know the name? Don't mention the name on him. I don't know then. I can't remember the name. He I don't haven't seen him do comedy much since. You, you know, you see these these characters that, that you see him at a couple of gigs, and then they just they they just disappear into the ether. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of those. But um, yeah, I found so it so counterproductive because you can get so much warmth from an audience just yeah. saying that you like saying something nice about your partner, mm-hmm. and then they go, ah, oh, then you say something horrible, and then they get a laugh. <laughs> but like, if you the initial nice bit is what it gets you in. Yeah, he yeah. Has jokes about how they're gonna break up soon, and she was just sat there like, oh, oh, the- <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. There you go. I hope he dies on house fire. <laughs> Must be extreme, dude. Uh, Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. I hope he grows as a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. That's. Uh, I like the juxtaposition and of us. And then dies in a house fire. <laughs> There we go. Just, just as he's about to change his ways and do good for the world, <laughs> then the house fire hits and he's like, oh, I've wasted my life. Ah. Speak- I, I should have written better jokes. 
Speaking of dying, um, I should have written better jokes. That's the last thing he thinks. Comes to the realization that he sucks. Yeah, just as. Now's the real death. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Speaking of deaths, carry on. Um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like the. I like it when I'm allowed to talk on my own podcast. Sorry, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, we've been next this podcast. <laughs> now, Mooch wouldn't like that. Uh. No. He tells me what to do in this podcast. He's told me what to do in this podcast really? as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm. I'm used to this. Luke, do you want to tell me what to do as well? Nah, you're all good. Thank you. All right. Um, but speaking of deaths, though. Um, Ralph Little on the podcast. Ralph Little and Two Pints. My bad. Like, you know, in seasons, in, ser- well, in ser- at the end of series six, they, this is a little bit of behind the scenes mm. stuff. They went, they, um, they went, the producers went to him and said, right, we're going to do an audience poll to decide whether or not your character lives or dies. Really? Wow. That's yes. brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> yeah. They did that with Robin in the Batman comics. Did they? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, in number four. And they a- voted for him to die. <laughs> they, voted, they voted for the Joker to beat him to death with a um, what's that thing? Crowbar. Yes, it. Thank you. Yeah. They voted for that specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's also funny because it's animated in such a childish yeah. style. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's a like sixteen-year-old boy being beaten. Called death in the family. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. shit! That's what that. That's what that cartoon is based on. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 based from a comic book which came out probably in the eighties, I guess. Jesus, yeah. I did not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But yeah, they voted for um, they vote they voted on it. But before they could, because obviously he went to the producers before they could vote on it. He just said, right, I'm just gonna leave then. That's, that's okay. a man with self-respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good on him. Um, he's a good actor as well. Oh, he's he a in that Paradise. Thing oh, Death in Paradise. Oh my god, I hate that show. I've never watched it. it. I, I like. I, d- I don't have that strong opinions on it. I've watched one or two. I mean, hi, Ralph. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> I like most of you. I like every other bit of work that you've done. But Death in Paradise, it's just... How are they... Okay, so it's been it's been about 10 series, and they're on the same island. And they're still killing everyone else. Yeah, it's, the, like, it's like Midsummer <laughs> Murders, isn't it? Like, if that actually happened, there'd be no one left in any English villages. Yeah. Um, but it's the premise of the show. That's what it is. Yeah, I suppose. Someone's got to die in this island every week. Mm, I suppose, but and it gets him a job, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. But he and they did and they did kill him off in this in uh, in, in, in the in the episode did one you of series seven. He got eaten by a shark. He he did. So he jumped the yeah. shark, which is a great joke. Yeah. Which and is, then he yeah, fell yeah. back in and yeah. the shark <laughs> ate him. <laughs> yeah. I do like I do like the fact that they were eight that they actually talked about. At se- around about season seven, because this was not just—it wasn't just the season seven; it was a live episode as well. Right. So you actually got to see a bit behind this—well, not behind the scenes, but before the show, the curtains went up, you saw the audience, mm. and it, that was really cool. Mm. And they—they they actually made a joke about being involved with the show going on this long, that it's jumping the sh- it is jumping uh, the shot now. Right. And they brought in new—they brought in new characters, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I like that. <laughs> Fanboy. <laughs> so, if you could, why why do you think it hit so well with audiences? Well, back in the day, in general, yeah. Um, why did I like it? I did used to really like it. Mm. Um, I think it has something to do with like the class aspects yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure. It is it is well written. Mm. For a true, I liked. Uh, so I just watched uh, season one, episode nine. Yeah. 
and there's as much some of it is dated for sure and you're like ah that's a bit cringe now but the the core characters their relationships are generally really good mm. and uh, it's very true to life i like in season that episode i watched um when he's come back out of his coma and he's in the wheelchair i don't need to mind yeah. wheelchair like, <laughs> that was wrong and he comes and he, and he goes into the pub and i like the pub is all like trendy and stuff like that mm. and uh, he feels like he detached from it like i'm getting into my 30s and that's how i'm starting to feel about places where i just hang I'm like ah everyone here's a bit mm. wank you just know? A bit. i think we're yeah. saying how like you all know someone who is like gaz mm. like that that's how a people talk to each other and we all know people who who talk like that and like behave like that mm. he's a good actor i mean i don't will know done. yeah will matter is brilliant yeah 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 i because well, i was i was just re i was re-watching the episode i was re-watching it recently and it's very i found it very true to some aspects of my life as well mm. not just like my friends talking my friends being um talking to um you know just sitting around talking shit but also, there's Louise, who just happens to be the personal caller around uh, with a, with a bunch of with a friendship group of white people. And uh, I was like, ah, that is quite true, or no, very true. When you go to when you, I just when imagine you, under- you doing the uh, Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is very, that is very, I very true. I thought of that. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought of it until I was watching it this morning. I thought, yeah, that is what some, at least some of my friends, well, case in point, right in in this room right here, I'm often the person, the personal color in the, often the only personal color in the room, hmm. and that often does happen when you go to, well, when you go outside of big cities, you'll have a friendship group, but you may just be the only personal color in that friendship group, which hmm. is fine. But I just didn't notice it really on that show until I was watching it today. Mm. But they handled her quite well, I think, Louise. I mean, she's a bit of a floozy and a bit. Yeah, I thought I liked her. I thought she was funny. She was very funny. Yeah. And they gave her a lot, and they gave her a lot to do. Like in the first episode where she goes for the bar and when she goes for the bar job, mm. Mm. being the barmaid. I mean, she makes a pig's ear of it when she when she gives it when she serves up the Guinness with all the head, which is a great visual yeah. gag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, they, it's, they, it's they, the best way to show that like uh, you're not fit to be a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck up a Guinness is like yeah, rule yeah. number one, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, a lot of things that they do say in that in the, in the show they would not get a, get away with yeah. today. What I noticed watching that um that episode was the. Uh, uh, the landlord who's gay, yeah, and his whole personality is gay, yes. Like that's it. There, there is. There's nothing going like yeah, yeah, that, that. Some, some of this progressive stuff is all right, you know. Yes, yeah. 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 It's, it's come forward. Like, you know. like you don't like not every. Like, you mean that like every gay person doesn't have a shrine to John Barrowman? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty what? on the nose, you know. It's <laughs> a little, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, sorry, Karen. I was saying, I like it when uh, I like it when she breaks up with that dude. What Johnny? Yeah, she gets back together just so she can break up with him. Oh no, no, that's David. That's David. David. Yeah, yeah, the Australian guy. Yeah, that was a good bit. Yes, that was great. Just on the bridge, and and um, Will Mer- Will Meller's carrying him out of the pub, and then forgets yeah. who he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so he just puts him down again. But that is what life is kind of like for a lot of people mm. in your tw- in your twenties, isn't it? Mm. Like you just exist, and not a lot of just not a lot really happens, but it is the most important thing 
in your life well, they say that your 20s is sort of like a video game isn't it you're kind of you're ill prepared after school and you're just like here's the real world mm. yeah and now you're just trying to you know just get people to join the union you know <laughs> <laughs> knocking doors at the Labour Party <laughs> arguing with people about the economy yeah man 20s are like you know so it's a tough time isn't it you know Shouldn't trying it? to sign up delivery drivers yeah yeah, you <laughs> yeah you know you, you, Labour keeps losing despite the fact you've told people to vote for them <laughs> it's a tough time in your 20s it is but you know yeah it gets better <laughs> does it really no why did your eyes go suddenly to the side <laughs> I, I wanted to do that, that cold look into the camera, but I, I yeah. missed the camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, just, look so I just made awkward eye contact with Luke for a couple of seconds. Yeah, look into the camera. Look, look, look into the camera and do that again. Say it again, look into the camera. There's one, here. There's one here. No, you're looking at the wrong camera. It gets, there we it go. Gets, no, wait, again. No, no, not that one. That one's not on. It gets better. This is also. That one. That this one. one. Oh, oh, this it, one. It gets. It you're still not looking at it. Where, you're it, get, the, it, get, <laughs> it gets it gets better. Yeah. It gets ah yeah. oh, oh god. You, go. you should put your glasses back on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like this is worse <sighs> than my attempt to bring about Ed Miliband in power. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so most people's 20s are complicated just yes. because life is complicated. Right, okay. Nick's 20s are complicated because he's trying to start a revolution. Yeah, yeah I mean, it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, is that not relatable then, that whole thing? No. What, right. people trying to join the... Le- what, asking people to Do join the Labour... Do most people not spend their 20s, like, through... Is that not... No, dude. Oh, no. Man. No. I mean... I'm just out of touch. His, yeah. <laughs> most people in their 20s don't don't have an ideology yeah. oh really let alone a revolutionary how one sad yeah. I can't <laughs> 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 like a nightmare like, how do you know what to think about everything <laughs> what, how do you know what opinion to have on every single topic <laughs> without researching it how did we suddenly turn into LBC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this, this is this is this is what I've been doing yeah. since 2014 because <laughs> I have an undergraduate degree in history and politics. Uh, How do politics genuinely did kind of stay out of that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Luke, like this is what I have to deal with. Every you have night. no idea, bro. Like, <laughs> I was just thinking you'd think I was such a like reprobate. <laughs> I was just taking like pills on the weekend. <laughs> I don't even think I knew what the Labour Party was. <laughs> well, I think you. I think you guys spent your twenties better. I think. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that. I yeah. mean, you'd be thanking me now if we had like two percent higher public spending. To be fair. Well, I think well, however you spent your twenties. Made you the person you are yes, today. Yes, yes, I didn't say <laughs> that was a good thing. better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was how a sector society, mm. maybe not that sector, <laughs> <laughs> spent their spent their twenties, and um, they, and you had, and it was kind of cool because you had loads of people coming in. There's loads of different characters coming in because you had David. Who was an Australian an Australian uni student who then actually inspired Donna, for, at least for a bit, to actually try to get into uni instead of working at the at the bucket factory. Mm. So that was kind of that was kind of cool. I thought. Mm. You know, I just keep thinking now about like uh, what kind of sitcom could we make a sitcom that Nick could actually relate to. 
The thick of it. There's a story. Yeah, yeah. the thick of it. <laughs> yeah, I relate. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thick of it. That was my life. And the, oh, yes, minister. Yes, prime minister. Oh, that, that, that was that was literally what I was doing when I worked for the civil service. <laughs> you know, and they're like, he's like, they're just coming up with nonsense yeah. why they can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I was very good at that job. <laughs> <laughs> But do you not work for the civil service anymore, Nick? No, no, now I work in vaccine research. I mean, I'd say that now. Curing, I cured contra- coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Wait, <laughs> shut, shut, shut. wait, hold on a second. I mean, I'd say, I mean, I'd say that now. Because... I cured coronavirus. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. no, do you work... Nick single-handedly defeated coronavirus. <laughs> he was in the lab whipping it yeah, up, man. Yeah. Up. Him and Ed Miliband just took it. <laughs> kicked yeah, the shit out of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Fuck you. I was keeping it quiet, crown. but and now I'm just. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I had you on when I know, you were. I was when, worried about it. When you, two, when you two weren't a thing. Well, 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 no, you were starting to become a thing, I think. But, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and you specifically <laughs> said... That's like we're fucking each other. Oh, that's... that's I mean, exa- that room that's, is going around, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys were a couple. I, I <laughs> you had a girlfriend. That's why I'm not fucking my girlfriend. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what... yeah, <laughs> Please. That's, yeah, I don't know. Please, gentlemen, this is a serious podcast, man. Right? We're talking about sitcoms. Be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy is a serious business, damn it. Um, yeah, I was worried about it originally, but now, now I'm just like, yeah, mm. doesn't matter. I tell people. Cool. Yeah. Do you think that we could make? How do you think we could remake Two Pints today for this audience? Um, Labour Party door <laughs> knocking, uh, trying to get people. This will make it relatable to to who? To me specifically. <laughs> uh, no, you'd have what you do. You'd have you'd probably do it the other way around. You know, you'd have one woman and two blokes. One woman and two blokes. Would that make it better? One woman, but it is, no, I one, thought, it is one woman and I mean, two blokes. I mean, it's pretty, in terms of casting, yeah, the it cast is, is good, it's pretty it? much, it is up to with today's standards. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, ignore that. That was, I just wanted to say to you. I mean, you've got the diversity quota, you've got yeah. the obligatory diversity quota. Yeah, it's already. Quotas, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. the gay, you've got the gay, you've got the gay character. You've got you the, make you've got the, the gay, gay character have more depth, I think, wouldn't you? No. Would you not? If <laughs> no. Never. Never. No. Is that a bad idea? No. <laughs> no. I think you would. I think you would. What do you mean, more depth? You wouldn't just make In his, his whole, you wouldn't no, just make his whole <laughs> personality gay, would you? You'd be like, he'd be, have other... Quality. I kind of just yeah, said that because I wanted to. Say, you know what it made me think? It made me. I was confused. Sort of, I was confused. I, 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 I kind of said I kind of just said that just to see what your reaction would be like. It's just confusion. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. Yeah. Give him a bit more depth, I think, because he. You're right. He is just a gay bartender. Yeah. You could make that. That could. That's one easy thing you could do to. Mm. to if you're making it now. You could make him canvas for the Labour Party, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could do that as well. Nick would be like Leonardo DiCaprio again. Mm. <laughs> I relate to this. There's a good sitcom to be made about um, about the Labour Party. Young Labour Party, young political activists, <laughs> starring Nick Byer. <laughs> 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 and their chaotic lives. <laughs> Nick Byard, one man. A thousand babes. <laughs> Knocking door to door. <laughs> Getting rejected. <laughs> oh, and he's excellent. fucking his sexy 20-year-old landlady. Who <laughs> <laughs> is absolutely not his father. <laughs> That's a great intro to the show, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It gets it. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear like the Star Wars music playing in the background whilst you're, whilst you're doing the voiceover. Um, so seriously now, 
Yes, children, come on. Seriously. Um, well, watching it just made me realise why the sitcom's dead, isn't it? It's, it's a dead it's, art form, really. It's not dead. It's not dead. Is it? What's no. about? I mean, you've got people just do nothing. It's quite good. Yeah. This country's quite good. But I just when I was watching, I was like, oh, people don't watch this stuff anymore because we live in like a clip like culture society mm. there's the funniest bits you just see and you go haha i might watch that one day and then you just don't like it's just uh, i don't know I don't, I don't think that type of um see that type of well the type of the audience the audience um audience studio sitcom mm. they are because there's a lot more expensive to make Mm. That's why there's that's why there are fewer, there are fewer of them. Mm. Like the only one that we the only two that we got at the moment are not going out and Kate and Quadri, which is on ITV. Which is Brown Boys as well. Uh, yeah, but that's an island. Right. I'm just talking about I'm talking about ones which are British, um, yeah. which are British made, British, British, yeah. British. Um, I actually went to a I went to, I actually went to a taping of Kate and Quadri, and it was really really interesting to see how the sausage is actually made because initially I thought that they'd use that well whatever happens that they'd use a laugh track but they don't do they tell you to laugh no they don't take oh, to laugh either wow. no it's all um, it's all ge- everything that they film the laugh every- track does feel dated now though, but it's not yeah. a la- it's the thing it's not a laugh track though it kind of but well, it kind of is but it kind of isn't because they'll they'll shoot us they'll shoot the scene Mm. And then because there's a jo- there's a joke in there that the audience because of the joke in there the audience not expecting it they'll laugh they'll laugh and that laughter will be recorded right okay. but then they'll do that scene a few more times and obviously the laughter will peter will peter out because the audience expects it but they will and then use, in the editing process they use the they use laugh. the exact laughter that yeah. the audience that the audience um that the audience did in the first in the first shot where's the sitcom where people can bomb that's what I want. I want a sitcom where they do a joke and just no one laughs and it's, and it's awkward for a couple of seconds. Uh, you want a bottom. Did you ever watch Bottom? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. It used to happen all the time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. And Mrs. Brown's Boys as well. Oh, really? That's yeah. part of the reason why it's really popular. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. it, there is a real danger. They keep in their outtakes, yeah. Uh, I genuinely like Mrs. Brown's Boys. I know I shouldn't... I know that's like sacrilege not, to not say. Not a cool thing to say. I know say. it's not a cool thing to say, but I genuinely love Mrs. Brown's Boys. Mm. I've never watched it. I, yeah. I've watched it I watch it at Christmas with my parents and what do you think? I find it inoffensive enough. Inoffensive <laughs> enough. <laughs> that's that's just put that on the DVD on the DVD <laughs> box. <laughs> it's inoffensive enough. Yeah, it's not going to change the world, but it's no. not, I don't see why there's so much like strong opinions on it. No. Says the guy who used to go around canvassing everywhere. Yeah, but not about Mrs. I wasn't like this <laughs> is sign this petition to get rid of Mrs. Brown's voice true, and true. replace it with a, a state made. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sitcom <laughs> about the band's podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you have to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think it could actually be made today, two pint size, in the same iteration? And if not, how would you do it? I don't think good. I don't think it would fly anymore. I just don't think that's. The, Why? Uh, the laughter, the way it's, it's it's set up, the way... I think The Office changed everything. Yeah, so I'd agree. say, like, sitcoms... The sitcoms that I kind of like now, I don't really watch them anymore. But, like, yeah, say People Just Do Nothing or um, This Country, it's it's all of the laughter. It all comes from the silence of the awkward moments. And it's mm-hmm. the, we've gone heavy realism now. And now when you, mm-hmm. you watch a sitcom, like, back from 10 years ago or whatever, you can just... 
you you can see it, can't you? You can see the, the people pulling the strings. Yeah, I suppose. I we've um, I think we've just moved on from that. I don't think that, or I think we might. There'll there'll probably be things come in cycles, right? Mm. So people might not like the being told to laugh at each point now, but then they might that sort of thing might come back. I think the here's from because I listen to a podcast called Sitcom Geeks, which is run by James Carey and Dave Cohen, who are like sitcom sitcom gods, British sitcom gods, right? Um, what they've said was that people are look uh, um, production companies are looking for a very good audience studios studio audience sitcom but it's just got they are so hard to make Mm. and they've got to be very it's got to be very 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 good Mm. for a company like the bbc or whatever to put up a million pounds an episode for it Mm. because they do cost and from looking at from looking at um how kate and koji is staged and looking at all the technical stuff that went into it and obviously you wouldn't think that just by watching it it is a very expensive process Mm. Because obviously you've got to hire out the studio, you've got to hire out the three ca- the mm. three cameras, you've got to like it's it's really really expensive, but when it's done well, it can really really work for an audience. Do you think we'd need another though two pints of lager and packet of crisps specifically? Yes. You th- okay. Yes. Why? Because I said so. Oh right, okay. <laughs> what I like about it is the the um. Well, no, actually, honestly, I do. I genuinely do think that there's a class of there's a. I think that there is a lack of representation in a lot of well, a lack of, a lack of representation say, like, in certain pla- in certain places in the UK. Um, that um, no. I'm just not getting well from the likes of two pints. Roncom was getting a lot. Roncom was getting a lot of publicity, mm. and you wouldn't not you it wouldn't have got that really without the likes of two pints coming up. Sometimes it feels like there's either um, if you're doing a programme about British life it's either sort of British street culture which they say is working class but there's working class and then there's sort of London street culture those are different things and then it's sort of programmes about middle class people and actually in between it did it quite well Yeah. Um, where there's this whole bunch of just average schmoes in the middle who um, but even but if you look at the in-betweeners though Arguably, the in between is is still a very mid- still it's, still, it's, it's a middle class yeah. sitcom. No, it's not in Kent. It's um, it's in Ryslip. Ah. It's filmed in Ryslip, which is a mid- very middle class. Which is a very middle class yeah, area. Ryslip's posh. Ah. Yeah, it's filmed around um, Ryslip Manor kind of area. They yeah. film bits of it in Kent. I'm sure though. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Because I know they, I know that they went to because they went to my school to listen to people talk to each other. Mm. So and that's partly why the script is so authentic because they had because like, you told them what to say. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. they didn't listen to me, but they listened to other more down to earth people <laughs> and how they talked to each other and that informed the script. Actually, the whole character of Will is basically. Yeah. basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first person to have said that. And <laughs> um, there's definitely space, isn't there, in pop culture yeah. for, for working class people to talk shit and mm. be funny. Because even that, in a show like Not Going Out, Lee Mack is arguably a working class character, but living it, but he's living in a middle class, a middle class universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not really at the moment there really isn't. It's not that happening at the moment. Pardon? That, that we're not, we don't see working class voices in no. media or on TV that much. That, so that's kind of what's great about shows like Two Pints of Lager, isn't it? Or we do see working class, or we do see working class stories, but we don't see the, we only see the London centric working class mm-hmm. stories. That's what I think is really missing. Yeah. Like just outside of, 
outside of the London bubble. They sort of sometimes make it overly gritty, mm. which isn't really that most people's um, experience. Yeah, which is kind of why I asked you in the beginning about how your show is going to cater to London audiences because oh, a little callback. Yeah, uh, Bro, well, I think, I think it's almost like I've done this before. Yeah, this guy's good. We, we're already though, I think, catering to that because Reading, Reading is quite working class, so we, we're already in that sort of mindset mm. when we're booking the the shows. Yeah. We're, yeah, definitely. We're booking shows for. I mean, the I guess the brewery show is a bit more middle class, but the, the most and the theatre show. Yeah, the, I guess the <laughs> show as well. But the but with with the club night, we're looking at that sort of working class audience and trying to build a build a lineup that speaks to speak to that sort of that group of people. Nice. All right. So, alas, I think we're ready to wrap up, gentlemen. That's yeah. been a, that's been that has been a podcast, has it not, Luke Georges? I, I've enjoyed myself. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> uh, would you like? Would you guys like to look into the camera and see where they can find you? Oh, it said that kind of creepily. This one, this one, this yeah, one. Yeah, uh, you can hi, my name's Carl. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, this week's playlist with Carl Richard, and uh, makes rates comedy and all that stuff. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at, at Nick Byard. Uh, but yeah, it's also all about Mates Rates Comedy. That's I didn't I'm do the Instagram. Courage Comedian 1, Instagram. At, Sorry. at Mates Rates Comedy is the best place to see what we're up to. Uh, that's where all the cool stuff is happening. Cool. And Luke, do you want to plug your shit as well? you got some things to, you got some things to talk about. Uh, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Luke Chilton. You can find me on Instagram. Luke Chilton Comedian. I never post anything. There. But you've got like a show here, haven't you? You've got a gig, you've got Oh, a gig, yeah. Come yeah? to Vauxhall Comedy Club every Wednesday. I'll be here every Wednesday. Sweet. And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. That is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. 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 Thanks. Uh, bef- Luke, before we, before we cut... Mm-hmm. Um, could we literally just uh, yeah. go to cameras and go, hey, yeah, every, hey, um, hey, everybody, do you know what's better than listening to a podcast? Listening to a five-star rated podcast. So once you listen to this, if you liked it, and even if you didn't, pretend you did, go to Apple iTunes and rate this bad boy five stars. Thanks very much. It really does help. All right. Cheers. That's it. Done. Cool. Finished. Yeah. Nice. Well, that went quickly. It did, man. Well,